Welcome to Assorted Goods. I'm Dan, your host. Thank you for joining me this episode as we take our usual curious look at what's going on in the world. And today's episode is something fun, something a little more casual than normal. This episode, I'm sitting down with two fellow indie podcasters. Ben Robinson and John Williams of the Geek Exploration Podcast are joining me, and we took a little time to talk about podcasting and also the creative project that the two of them are currently working on, a science fiction comic book series called Space Oddities, which at the moment is currently raising funds through a Kickstarter campaign to create and publish their second volume. My hope is that this conversation gives you, the listener, a chance to get a little insight into podcasting and the podcast community and some of the great people that are in it. And there are a lot of great people in it. But also, what it's like to turn some of your creative ideas into something real, even if it takes years to get around to it. Anyways, this was a great conversation with a couple of great guests, and I'm not going to ruin it by talking too much in the intro. So let's get to the interesting stuff. Here's my conversation with Ben Robinson and John Williams of the Geek Exploration Podcast. Oh, and by the way, there are a higher volume of swear words in this episode than a usual episode of Assorted Goods. So, of course, cover ears as necessary. Assorted Goods is produced by Disinformed Media in association with Verboten Productions. Promotional support comes from the Always Up Network and DeanBlundell.com. <laughs> Now I'm intrigued. All right. Well, you know, look, on a sort of goods, one thing that I, I've wanted to do, and, and especially since coming back, has been to be more interactive and supportive with the, the fellow podcasters, the, the people who give me life and, and are the reason why I didn't quit this two years ago. And so joining me this episode from the Geek Exploration podcast, John Williams and Ben Robinson. Gentlemen, thank you for, for joining me. Thank you for stopping by for an episode of Assorted Goods. Happy to, yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's it's so I I just like interacting with the podcast people. Like it's just such a wonderful group of people, and uh, and to just do anything with them at any time, I, I I constantly find myself like uplifted by it. Yeah, and it's like it's a group of folks that like have, they they understand some of the trials and tribulations that none of your family wants to hear about. Like we could probably yeah. complain about like editing for like twenty minutes here, but my wife won't make it past two. Your wife won't even start it. I mean, not not to not to call it out, but I mean, yeah, she's never listened to our show. Yeah, and not point, one I think she's, single time. I think she's too proud to, to start at this point. She's like, nope. It's the sunk cost fallacy, right? Yeah. Like, I'm too I'm too invested in ignoring. I'm not stepping in now. But yeah, we could probably spend a good half hour about things that go horribly wrong with our recording equipment, and and suddenly I'd hear a bunch of people go, oh, no, not today. Yeah, 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 you would you would instantly get an email from Ben's sister saying, "Stop talking about the process." <laughs> right. She called us out, out on that early on because you know that was something that would just come naturally. You know, when when you're first starting out, you're discovering yeah. things, and you're like, "Oh, let's leave that in." You know, like a little peek behind the curtain. And uh, boy, she was she was she let us know that 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 wasn't interesting <laughs> to her. Well, there goes my entire section of questions I had for you guys today. Then, I guess <laughs> fine. <laughs> Now, you guys, you're the host of the Geek Exploration Podcast, and you are also in the process of currently, you are the creators, the writers, and the illustration. John, that is specifically you. Illustrationist, yeah. Illustrationist. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll make up words as we go, sure. Of the Space Oddities comic book series, which is now in its second uh, Kickstarter campaign. You are currently in the process of funding your, the second issue. Uh, I, myself... Uh, uh, now a supporter of of the Kickstarter campaign and and a reader of the Space Oddity series, so I, I'm excited to dive into that with you guys as well. Um, yeah. you know, any any preliminary words you want to set the stage for as we get going? I mean, the most important thing is that everyone listening goes and backs our Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So just we get that out of just now, trust us. It's something can, you want to do. We can have a great time for the rest of the show. So we don't really <laughs> bother with it if everyone just complies. I just, uh, I like that. I like getting the pandering, uh, you know, <laughs> up front and, and laying it out there right away. Because uh, let's not confuse people by, you know, our intentions here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're just chilling. It's right on the table. Yeah. 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 If we if we do it in the end when we're saying our goodbyes, some people have already tuned out. You know, let's just yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, you're not gonna, gonna get away that easily. Right you know? now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't think don't think you're just gonna sneak through without getting at least yeah. a little bit going. So I mean, you guys, I love your show. 
I, I love the, I love the rapport you two have. And also, and, and one of my favorite things about, about your podcast is that, and I know this is probably has to do with you two guys and who you are in general, but the, the creativity of the way you guys market it and, and every episode has unique artwork and all that you guys, I love your stickers. You sent me some stickers earlier this year. Yeah. Some of my favorite stickers that I've gotten from you guys, from anybody in the podcast community. So you guys are two of my most favorite creative people in the podcast community. And it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a awesome thing to have you guys come by and, and spend a little time here. Oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Jeez. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I feel like a dope being here on, on these zoom calls where, where like, you know, if somebody's saying something nice about me, I just feel like, like I want to turn my video off or something. Right. Like, oh. right. This is where you're supposed to go. Thank I don't you. believe you at all, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, just one thing, John, I just wanted to, I just wanted to confirm. And, and I, I know as we, as we pander for the, the comic book, but also for your Instagram account, your art Instagram account, your, your at for it. And I just want to confirm is beefy McStudley? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Good. And, and it does excellent. have an L E Y at the end. Cause for some reason, years ago, when I came up with the name, it, it just, it seemed like it was more of a name and less than a, less of a descriptor. <laughs> if it had the L E Y at the end, I, I don't know. So I, I feel like I, like I always have to explain it just in case. It's your artist it, persona is, yeah. is what that is. Okay. It's <laughs> good. I, I stumbled across that and I thought I have to, I have to confirm that this is one of my favorite handles I've seen on any social media in quite a while. Nice. You know, and since we're like, we're put, we published the book under beefy press. <laughs> like that's the, the name we made up to, uh, you know, cause we, it's, it's us publishing it. There, yeah, there, it's got, there it's isn't got meaning. Really press. But. This is the beginning of the beefy empire. I assume. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do like the JB comics or 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 much less BJ comics. You know? <laughs> that's, that's for a, Depends a on your venture. genre, right? If yeah. you, you might be going for a certain niche, that's okay. <laughs> so you guys started the Geek Explorer. You started Geek Exploration in the fall of 2018. Is that correct? Yeah. Sounds right. Yes, three years. Yeah. Yeah, I went September. back to your first episode and looked at the date. So that's <laughs> got to be right. So. Uh, that look, that's the that's the exact same time that I started this show. So I, there must have been something in the atmosphere at that point that was, you know, making people decide podcasting was their their new hobby of choice. I can I ask? I got to ask the most obvious question for a podcaster off the start. What what made you guys want to do a podcast? Like what what was the weird inspiration that strikes all of us? I mean, I think most of it was uh, like I had just moved back into the state. Like John and I, we've known each other for like. 25-ish years, something around there. Uh, and so we've been friends for a long time and we've always just kind of hung out and talked and bullshitted and geeked out about things. And, and uh, you know, and I just moved back in the city. We talked about it, hell, a, a couple of years before that even, saying like, yeah, we should do a podcast where we just, where we talk. But like, you know, as with most of the things that we came up with while sitting around, uh, it took a while for us to get around to them. <laughs> so, uh, we finally were like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. We have, you know, uh, I'm back in the state. I've got a spot. It, it's a good excuse for us to, uh, you know, watch movies and play games and hang out and pretend that we're being productive members of society. And like, we're, we're producing a thing. So we, sorry, wife and children, I've got to go watch a movie and, uh, talk with my friend for two hours. <laughs> Yeah, that seems to be a pretty common thread. Like even even the other podcasts that I do, my buddy and I, who, you know, we've been friends for over a decade, and we had the same thing, which was if it if it sucks, then if nothing else, we spend a little time together once a week, chat it up, you know, and that's isn't isn't the real value the friends that we make. Yeah, yeah, we we were doing it anyway, you know, yeah. like that. We we we've never been. Uh, you know, so adventurous that, that, you know, Friday night comes around, we're going to go, you know, on a bar run and just hit up tons of places and party. Like, it's like, no, if we're going to, we're going to have some drinks, we're going to go to somebody's house and we're going to drink and talk all night and probably get in a good debate about something. So it's like, all right, you know, why not do it on air? If nobody, nobody cares, then, then like you said, you know, we're, we're, we're doing it anyway. It's a couple of, a couple of buddies hanging out. So I still think that drinking and talking is, is maybe one of the foundational pieces of all podcasting ever i don't think there's ever <laughs> been it is it, it's birthed from natural environments yeah, i think it's i think it's a you know a groundwork for civilization like if we ever <laughs> stop drinking and talking shit's just gonna fall apart it's over <laughs> it's over at that point so your most recent episode was about dune and uh and and being somebody who read dune myself i, I really like that episode i have to say i i share 
the uh, the issues you guys were having with the book, which was trying to read it and getting about 50 pages through and then, <laughs> you know, life for a week or two. And then you come back and you think, shit, I have no idea who these people are. And in doing the show, do you guys have that a lot where you feel or you, you try to get into something? And then when you sit down to talk about it, you're like, I can't keep track of, of all these characters or, or everything that's going on. Is there, is there a challenge to keeping up with all these sort of uh, fandoms as you get into them? Um, I, I think for the most part, it's, it's all right because, because most of the time it's something that I'm already fully into. Um, and, and a lot of times there's so much to talk about that we're inevitably going to leave something out. So I think, you know, I think I've gotten away with, uh, without really biffing it, uh, in, in that aspect. Um, I, I can say with Dune, like, I mean, even just, just going into the, into the movie, like I forgotten or, or you know the, uh, jason momoa's character i can't even remember his name anymore um but I, I i was questioning if he was even in the book because i couldn't remember so that that is <laughs> tough when it's not something that i'm that i'm fully invested in already so you know with something like dune or hp lovecraft or even uh, like role-playing games um that that's much more ben's wheelhouse so it was it was a bit of a challenge for me but in that case i can let i can let ben you know carry me through i i I don't think we've done one that neither of us is really into at all yet. Yeah. We, we've joked with doing like a, uh, like a sports one or like <laughs> something, something that neither of us really have anything more than a tangential awareness of. And uh, just being like, yeah, that that's that football thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this episode's on sports ball. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if that would be entertaining. Uh, like one of us has got to at least have some, fucking clue well i mean i i from what i understand about you know the podcast world half the time it's just make stuff that's what everybody always says just do it just you know it comes to your head just do it who cares you know i I, i'd be ready for it if you guys do a football episode i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna thoroughly enjoy it i'm I'm pushing for it i I think that would be a lot of fun especially you know it's like we we go and do some research and you know we, we we'd probably be presenting things that are rudimentary knowledge. It's like, guess what I found out, you know, and you know, you can do a, a three point conversion or, or is it a two point <laughs> conversion? I don't even know, but you know, like you don't have to kick it through the bars after you, uh, after you score a touchdown. Yeah. It's a, you know, half the things we do in the podcast world. It's always about the joy of the discovery really. But in terms of the topics you guys get into, do, is there sort of between the two of you, that exact dynamic that you were just saying, John, where, where, you guys each specialize sort of in certain areas of knowledge about the topics you get into on, on some of them for sure. Like the, there's ones that like, someone's like, yeah, we should do this. And the other guy's like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then they got to figure it out. Like, I've been trying to get John to do like either Trigun or cowboy bebop for a while, oh. but that requires him like watching all of those shows. Like I could probably walk into either one of those shows not having to rewatch them and and at least talk semi competently for a little while about them because I've seen them a number of times over the years, but uh, he'd actually have to devote the time to like watch the series. Yeah, and for every one of those, there's like a you know I'm like okay, well uh, let's just throw in a, a Batman or a Superman episode. Like I, I that Batman episode I didn't even listen to for the first like year or two that it was out because I was hammered and I figured it was, I figured I did a, a disservice to the character. I finally listened to it and it was okay, but it was, it was clear. I was not in the right space, but. Now, do you, you have, know. do you have topics that you get into when you guys start diving into them that you think like, Oh God, this is just, does, this doesn't do it for me or, or I'm just, I'm lost by what we're getting into. Well, famously the, the one that I think shocked both of us the most was we did an episode on jetpacks and like, we're both like huge jetpack. Like, like we love jetpacks. Like we like the idea of jetpacks, the, the, the way they're used. We've always wanted one They're You know, they're just fucking cool. And so we do an episode on jetpacks and we get like 35 minutes in and we're like, we're out of shit to talk about. Like what else, like how long, how many times can you say jetpacks are cool? It's <laughs> really what the whole thing boiled down to. We're like, Oh man, we didn't realize it though. Till we'd actually, you know, we were well in and committed to the episode. Yeah. It came out okay, but it was just, it was shocking. It was rough. That we ran out of stuff to talk to, to talk about on that topic. I guess on the topic like jetpacks, you get to a point where you think if we go any further, we're going to start having to be like engineers who can break down aerodynamics yeah. and physics and, oh shit, what do we do then? 
I don't think have we ever had a topic that we abandoned? Like we said, all right, let's do this. And then like we started getting into it and we're like, nope, let's not do that. I don't I don't no. think we have yet. I'm we sure there's been a few that. times where where I thought we should, but never said it out loud. <laughs> I, I made it through HP Lovecraft, but that one that one was tough for me. That was that was that was pretty tough. <laughs> now the the part of the podcasting game is always is always sort of the the figuring out how to do it, right? And and I think everybody everybody in it's got their own mic setups, their own you know editing software, their own editing pro. Everything is is very sandboxy. So that being said, I mean, what do you actually guys? What do you guys enjoy outside of obviously the the time you get to spend with each other? But what do you enjoy about the process itself after after doing this now for pretty much three years? Hmm. What do you think, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> like good I, th- I think i might have to quit why what the fuck are I, doing here? No, um, I mean i do all the editing and i don't i don't dislike the editing i, I like I th- there is a joy that comes with it and it, it is um i don't want to say therapeutic but it is just kind of it's kind of like a thing that you just kind of do and you don't have to i generally don't have to think super deeply about it because i'm kind of just doing you know getting rid of our uh countless ums and ahs and and kind of editing things down for content and making sure it sounds right. But I've had a Red Bull and I, and I totally <laughs> brain fart like five times. But I've, uh, but I've done it enough now that it's just kind of, it's like a relaxing thing to do until like I need to do it. And it's 1030 at night and I got to go to work the next day. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> uh, but you almost always, that's my fault for procrastinating to the last minute anyway. So I have no one to blame, but myself. Right. And John, in your case, you, uh, you make the art for, for each episode that, that when they come out, how do, how do you sort of get into the process of doing that each time? Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it, <laughs> it seems like more and more lately, especially with, uh, with all the comic book stuff we have and everything that I, a lot of times I space out and then it's Monday night and Ben will send me a text message saying like, you know, it's uh, episodes uploaded as a draft, you know, just put your art in the blur band and they're like, Oh shit. Shit. And again, like Ben said, it's, you know, it's 1030 at night. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, I, I, I always just liked to uh, pick an image that that distills the episode to down to its core and then throw us in somehow. Sometimes it's, you know, it's a bit lazier because it's late or like with the Dune episode, you know, it's just it's a desert and we're we're there very small. Originally, I was going to draw like one of those still suits and and i was like nope that's that's way more than i have in me right now um but you know it's it's always been a lot of it's been a fun challenge i should say because it is challenging but but it's uh it's it's been fun you know i uh the first year we were doing this um you know there's that inktober challenge on instagram every year i just devoted my entire instagram uh, or my entire uh, inktober month to drawing um images for future topics. So for a while, I just had to color them real quick and then, then we were good to go. But we've since gotten through almost all of them. Yeah, yeah, there's I think. still a few of them left. Yeah, I've got a good one for Predator just sitting there. It's easy to make plan out your episodes when you've kind of got the art already done. I mean, half the time, I know for doing something similar where I'm like, I got to pick a topic. Half the time, I'm just, oh, it looks like a good one. And then you get to it and you're like, ah, anymore so I, I mean it's sort of like an art t- you've got a schedule ahead of you through art which is which is such a it's a very unique idea I think, but i like it it's tough sometimes because it's forced creativity right you know like, like some some days i mean there, there are some stinkers on the episode art out there because you know sometimes your your brain just is not in the zone but you have to get something done yeah well to your credit though john i were on like what episode 78 You've only ever missed one. So yeah. that's, that's, that's pretty damn good. And, you know, it was, it was funny. Cause I, I just, I couldn't make it happen. It was, it was our Akira episode and, and Ben checked in with me. He's like, so you're going to drop some, uh, some episode art in later or, you know, something to that effect. And for whatever reason, I was just like, nah, like, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna, <laughs> I, think, I think this time I'm just, I'm okay with it. I, I don't know. I tried to come up with something. Like, you know what? Fuck yeah. it. Couldn't couldn't make it work. It, I was way too ambitious and I was exhausted. And I was like, well, the episode went in without art. So at this point, like, who's actually going to get mad at me that there's no art there? Right. Right. And, and and on that, it's, it's sort of in that same vein, right? Like the, you know, I ask you guys what's your favorite part of this, which is always I I 
I know it's a trick question as a podcaster, right? Which somebody asks you like, what do you like about it? And I'm like, I actually don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I like the overall, the, the everything together, but I couldn't break down the specifics. But so I feel like on the flip side, and I, I mean, you guys are saying about the force, having to force yourself to be creative sometimes and also the time constraints, time constraints in real life. And, you know, it just things that we all have to do to get by each day outside of being podcasters. What is, what's the challenge that you guys constantly find that you have to get over, especially since, you know, so many people in this podcasting stuff disappear and, and quit and drop it after a while. What, uh, what are the hurdles that you guys constantly feel like you need to get over to, to be consistent with it? I think the, the, the hardest thing for me and the thing that I do the worst is research. Like we will, we'll pick a topic and, you always start out really ambitious. You're like, all right, we're doing this. I'm going to, you know, well, there's a couple of things that happen first. You know, you're like, all right, I'm going to watch all, you know, like you pick a series. Like I'm going to watch all the series and Oh, there was that comic book about it. I'm going to read that. And then, uh, Oh, you know, there's, and you're like, you try and go through the source material and uh, you're always more ambitious than you <laughs> were going to be like for Dune. I wanted to, I wanted to go back and rewatch the, what was it? 84 movie. And I wanted to try and watch the sci-fi series. I didn't get to either of those. Uh, but then the other thing that happens is like, when we start researching stuff, you're like, wait, what do you mean? There was Dune serial and seven or eight Dune video games. Like I, I didn't have time to watch the shit I knew about much less experience this other stuff. So uh, it's the, 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 full weight of you know you're so you're trying like you know we're going on and saying like hey here's this thing that we love and there's almost certainly people out there that love it more than we do and then uh you know you're gonna let them down because you didn't talk about dune 2 for the pc (laughs) (laughs) yeah i find that's that's sort of a similar thing right is is sooner or later you're like i can't i can't cover all of this right like otherwise i'd never put an episode out that's I was one of, you know, uh, ben, ben, you and I were talking before we started, which was like, how do I like, I brought the show back, but it's still written, but I'm still there half the time going, I can't just write like, what if I don't talk about this? What if I miss that? What if I miss this point and all that? And you, it's part of that imposter syndrome, right? Of, of, is anybody going to like it? And then also, are people going to think I'm an idiot the whole time too? And then what are they going to say? Yeah. Yeah. If somebody, if somebody says, oh, that episode was really good. You're like, yeah, but all this shit I missed, like, that's probably a pity compliment. Right. I, I know I fucked it up. <laughs> well, and we, we, we spent like the first year and a half telling people constantly like, Hey, if we got anything wrong, let us know. Oh. And then eventually sometimes they did. We'd be like, Oh, you, you motherfucker. Who do you think? Actually you are? don't. <laughs> I think I was the only one that got called out on it. You just say, keep it to yourself folks. There, there, there are some mighty rivers going through Texas. Yeah. <laughs> with lots of really good rafting yeah <laughs> now is that i mean do you guys obviously in the sort of the genre of your podcast and all that do you find that people are more opinionated i guess or or are, do you do you guys actually encounter sort of the sticklers for the details like that not really like i i i feel like I, I think if there was one thing i could or one thing i would like to change about our show is is the amount of interaction we we could get from people. You know, I think we're we're constantly asking for it, and we don't get it very often. But then again, it might also be my fault because somebody who lived up the street or who lives up the street from me won a, uh, a raffle we were doing, and I still haven't given him his prize. I just keep forgetting. So <laughs> I think maybe, I- maybe it's my fault. Like, and and our buddy Dan requested more space episodes, and we still haven't done that. So. Maybe it's on us. <laughs> we, I've been toying with the idea of doing something with like, uh, like Twitter Spaces, uh, which we tried out for like our 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 comic book re- release party, and it was a bit of a technical nightmare. But yeah, I think let's not do Twitter out. Spaces. <laughs> something like that, where 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 we toying with the idea of like when we record the podcast, just go live with it, and uh, and if people wanted to. You know, something like Twitter spaces, though, where people could chime in or Twitch, which I've done very little Twitch streaming. Uh, In fact, none until last night when I went on the Geekly Grinds like board game night stream is the only half the fun we have in doing all this. I I found it for for most people that I talk to. It's always exactly that. Right. 
you start doing a podcast and then over the course of the year, suddenly you're like, no, I'm doing Twitch streams. Like for me, it's like, I've done voice acting. Like what? me? Yeah. Why would anybody ask me to do that? So you, you've got a lovely voice for radio. Oh, it's, it's my, as my dad always used to say, a lovely face for radio. Yeah. Your, your diction is, is flawless. <laughs> okay. Okay. Take the compliment. He meant it. He's not just mm-hmm. bullshitting you. He doesn't tell everyone their, 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 or talk to everyone about their flawless addictions. Right. <laughs> it's going in the Twitter bio tonight. Now, the, the one question that I want to put to podcasters, because it's something that I've ruminated on a little bit a lot, which is, and, and I know it's a little abstract, so, so forgive me, but to you guys, three years in now with your podcast, what, what do you consider to be success for people in this sort of, this sort of world that we're in, the smaller indie podcast game? I find it to be a thing that people have difficulty defining. So I'm curious for you guys, take a shot. What would you call, what would you call success for an indie podcaster? I mean, honestly, kind of back to where we're, we're a bit of what we're just, where I think the, the times where I've felt the most successful is when we get any sort of meaningful fan interaction. Hmm. I think that's like, you know, you get listens and you get, the, you know, and you know, a bunch of people retweeting stuff because they also have podcasts. Um, but we're, we're like, where when someone says, Hey, I listen to your show and here's what I think. And, uh, or, 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 you know, recommends a topic or does, you know, basically says, uh, you know, a, a person out of the blue that you don't even know who they are says, uh, I enjoyed your show and here's what I think. Uh, that's fucking cool. Like that yeah. is, that is the, the, the neatest, most, coolest bit of success i think we've had so far uh yeah i i agree with that and and on a more personal level you know because taking out any expectations of listeners and subscribers and sponsors and all that like like you're gonna drive yourself nuts and that's you know if you're an indie podcaster that's that shouldn't be your focus because that uh, or or i mean you know what i take that back you know whatever whatever anybody's focus whatever they want it to be it should be that but yeah that's not what it is for us because it's you know it's like it's like independent comics it's kind of a pipe dream but like i i always think we've had a successful episode like when we when we stop recording and i'm just like we fucking nailed it like like that was a great episode i had a great time i'm gonna listen to it once you edit it you know like that 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 i i like that personal feeling because there are times when when you know when when i feel like it was a stinker they usually don't end up that bad when when i when i listen to it you know i'm like okay i i I wasn't as horrible as i felt i was in the moment but when you really nail an episode you're just like fuck like yes i'm i'm in it i did it uh where's that money (laughs) as long as at the end of that i don't look at you and and say oh shit i wasn't recording (laughs) <laughs> we did that once we talked for like 45 minutes and we we're like yeah that was really good and i was like oh no and then we had to do it all over again and and that is the most awkward bizarre oh, feeling yeah. trying to, yeah, trying trying to, to fake your way back through it cool. yeah trying to say the same thing but like you both know that you already said that thing <laughs> so. you're gonna i'm gonna crack the same joke here so try yeah. to think it's yeah. just as funny Still laugh this time <laughs> yeah apparently ben was telling me when he was editing that i that i said yeah 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 a lot like every time it was something that i had heard already no. tell so shut up <laughs> i already heard this move it along right? <laughs> yeah 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 but I think losing a recording is, is, I mean, anybody, if they listen to this and they, they're not an already a podcaster, like so many of our listeners can be, uh, and they think they want to start one, be prepared. It, it's a guarantee death taxes and fucking up a recording and losing it completely is, is a guarantee. Yeah. I think, I think we're lucky that, you know, in over a hundred, you know, episodes altogether that, uh, that we've, it's only ever happened that one time it was like half an episode we had one other time where we lost i lost a bunch of audio but i was able to like recover some like i lost the 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 good recording of it but i was able to like use the like the skype recording that was on there that's right and piece of deal so it was kind of the audio was a little shittier but it worked it was there it's the beauty of the editing process that we learn right which is just like disaster control half the time like, yeah, and, and you know that that was something that that uh, that I thought of earlier when you were asking, you know, about about 
what you enjoy about making a podcast. Like I remember early on when I, when we first started, you know, I, my day job had me working in like the Adobe suite. So I started, I started learning things about, you know, recording equipment, editing programs and stuff. I was doing everything on audition at first. And like, even though it took forever, cause I was determined to cut out every little bit of silence <laughs> and every, um, and, uh, and, and you know, um, you know, like it, it, there was a tremendous amount of pride tied up in that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And then, but you know, after a while, you know, drawing the, once we started doing the comic, especially, you know, I, I just, I ran out of time and I'm glad Ben picked it up and, and learned things that I never knew. Like it sounds better than it ever did. I, yeah. I always have a little bit of envy for the podcasters that are like, yeah, I don't do any editing. I just dump it. <laughs> you know, it's like you, <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> There's, I mean, even, even uh, some, some people can do that and it still sounds good. Some people can do that. And, eh, like, I mean, like you, you hear them, like, I'm going to go, you know, I, I got to go. You're like they cough and it's still in there and you're like, come on, man. I <laughs> could but, have uh, pulled that off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm too anal for that. Like it, right. uh, I cannot leave that stuff in there. It will drive me nuts. Like I don't have the ability to just be like, yeah, this is pretty good. Let's put it on. You know, one of one of my favorite podcasts, even like there's one of one of the two hosts on there that he'll have just like a total like brain fart and he'll be like, uh, <laughs> and, and they'll leave the entire thing in. I'm like, what what in the world are you, are you doing? Like my, my girlfriend was listening to it for like five minutes. She's doing one of those, she's like, I can't do this. I can't handle it. It seems to be a bit of a vacuum in the podcasting world of like quality editing. I think of it sometimes when like uh, you know. In the streaming age, with all the streaming services and 80 million movies and shows get made, and I watch them, people are like, this is really good. Check it out. Give it a watch. I'm like, all right. I watch it, and I think, this is a good show, and it's entertaining, but the writing sucks. And it dawned on me one day, I thought, maybe there's just not that many good writers in the world. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much content. Some of the writing's going to be really crappy. So some of the podcast editing, I guess, is just lacking, or someone's making a lot of money and not doing a lot of work. So, well, and, some, and some people can make it work. You know, like uh, the, the the movie sellers, one of my favorite podcasts. I listen to them all the time. Yeah, they don't. I, I they don't edit much anything. Like, you know, they'll someone will drop off the call and they'll just be like, "All right," and they'll just keep talking. <laughs> but it you know it works because they've it, it it fits what they're doing. Right. right. You know, so it just I could never do that. Yeah, I think once you get the once you get the editing bug in your head, you're like, Ugh. yeah, like it'd be nice if I could just not care. Right. And, and be like, yeah, that's sure, this is fine. <laughs> it'd be easy. But, I just, yeah, yeah, it'd be way easy. I'd, I'd have like hours more time, right? Uh, but I can't do that. Yeah, we, we might lose both of our listeners at that point. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not shitting on anyone that does do that. Right. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to use that as a promo and just be like, look at all the shit he's talking about other podcasts. <laughs> do you edit your podcast? Good. Otherwise, this guy hates your guts. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and hear some messages from some other independent podcasters. This week's promos come from the Planthropology podcast and the Online Warriors podcast. So hang in there, hear them out, and discover your next favorite show. On the other side, more with John Williams and Ben Robinson of the Geek Exploration podcast as we get into their comic book endeavor, Space Oddities, and the process behind that, as well as the details of their current Kickstarter campaign. So stick around. Sort of Goods will be right back. love plants don't be silly of course you do you might just not know it yet i'm vikram baliga the host of the planthropology podcast the show where we dive into the lives and careers of some really cool plant people join me each episode as i chat with students scientists and professionals in the natural sciences and figure out what keeps them coming back for more we'll explore their work the ways they got into their fields why they love plants and nature so much and why you should love those things too planthropology is laid back and conversational and will keep you laughing and engaged whether you're a scientist or not Follow along for this adventure into the sciences and keep being really cool plant people. Hi everyone, I'm Nerd Bomber. And I'm Tectic, and we're two of the hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our podcast started as a way for three best friends to keep in touch and discuss their nerdy hobbies like movies, gaming, tech, and more. Since then, we've grown into a great community. Every Wednesday, we chat about the latest nerdy news before getting hands-on with our weekly nerdy adventures. And don't forget our high-stakes trivia game. 
Come join the fun at onlinewarriorspodcast.com and every major podcast platform. And now back to the show. And now back to our conversation with John Williams and Ben Robinson of the Geek Exploration Podcast. The Space Oddities comic book. This is the yeah. This is sort of uh, sort of your your currently, I guess, a work in progress. Now, the, I, I'll be I'll be honest. I'm I'm not never really been familiar with the Kickstarter process myself, so I'm I'm curious to sort of pick your brains on that as well. But again, you're in this you're in the current sort of round of funding for the second volume of the series. First one is already out, accessible. Anybody listening right now, turn this off, get out, go buy it, go read it. You'll love it. It's it is it is very good. It is very good, and I'm not just I'm not just pumping up my guests. It is, it is quality. It is funny. It's got a nice satirical angle on it too, which, which uh, is right up my alley. Um, it's, it's well-written and the, the artwork, John is, is beautiful. It's excellent. So uh, I'm, again, I'm setting the stage here. I'm going to sort of run you through similar questions that I just did, which is how did you guys come around to, to doing this, to, to taking it, to, to making it something real? Um, it, it, it took a while, you know, <laughs> hey, podcasting we, took us a while to get, to get around to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we had this idea probably a good 15 or so years ago. Um, it, it was originally in, you know, the early aughts, mid aughts, uh, where adult swim was starting to boom. You had Harvey Birdman and sea lab and aqua teen hunger force and shit that was just really goofy and off the wall. And, I, I loved that. And I was, um, I was getting ready to go to cartoon college. Um, I, I went to school for animation and I'd been to San Diego comic-con, you know, where, the, where I sat in on a big, um, adult swim panel. And I was just like, shit, like I, we, we, I, we need to create something to pitch. So it, it was originally going to be a cartoon pitch. Um, but I didn't have much knowledge of that. So I just took it with me and, and, you know, I would do storyboards and like little tests and stuff during school. And then over the years, Ben and I would get together, have a few drinks, maybe a, a couple smokes and, and, uh, and just talk about it and, and develop it further and be like, yeah, we need to do something with this. And then the next day, you know, nothing came of it. Um, so years later, when we're, when we're doing our podcast and we're running and we're actually doing things and, and I'm, you know, I've drawn a couple other people's comic books, but that's not my, my full-time job. Mm. Um, I was like, you know what? I, I think it's, if, if I'm not getting steady work and I still want to draw comics, like let's, let's make this happen. Let's do this thing. You know, we, we've always had a lot of love for the property. We always came back to it. And, you know, we, we still love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and adventure stories. So it's like, you know, let's, let's actually do something. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in our, we're in our late thirties now. Uh, it, it, we either need to do something with this or, uh, you know, invest in stocks and bonds. I don't know what the other option is. <laughs> Those are our only two options really is yeah, create a comic this, book stocks the, really. and, and writing a comic book and, and making it sounded more fun. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Probably, probably going to do us a lot worse for our retirement, though. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That's what, that's what the listeners are here for. That's what they're <laughs> yeah, here yeah. for. You could help me retire in comfort. Exactly. It's not just creative projects <laughs> we're supporting. It's people. It's people we're putting at the front of this. And, and really, I mean, it's, it's, it's so good. I, I, I hate to just do nothing but rave about it. It's, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you guys on was, you know, obviously you're in the second round of funding here and all that stuff, but, but also, I mean, just to see, I think that like I mentioned to you guys before, one of the things I, I really enjoy about the whole podcast community and the people I meet is, is this, that it seems to open them up to sort of pursuing new things, right. Uh, learning, learning the skills of editing and, and meeting new people. And everybody's very creative in the podcast world, it seems. And, and do you guys feel like that, being involved, like, would you have started the Space Oddities project? Do you think if you hadn't done the podcast first, or was there something about sort of getting into the podcast world that made you made you sort of give you the kick in the ass you needed, or or, or how did that sort of unfold? Probably, I mean, like we we might have done it, but I think definitely like going into the podcast and like 
doing a thing and making it happen and, and like following through on something properly definitely helped just kind of be like, yeah, well, fuck, why not? Like we did that. We, we can do this too. Um, Cause we have infinite time, right? (laughs) (laughs) Our families don't actually want to see us. Yeah. It was a gift for them. Um, But uh, yeah, I think, I think it did help with motivation if nothing else. Cause I mean, like I said, we wanted to do this for a very long time and, uh, and I, and I, and I do believe that having the podcast and having it kind of grow a little bit and, you know, getting to know other people, I don't know. I don't want to say confidence is the right word. Cause I don't know if we were necessarily short on confidence, but just drive maybe, or like saying like, Hey, fuck yeah, let's do it. Right. Well, yeah. And I, and I think, you know, there, there's a certain amount of pride that is uh that that goes into uh finishing something and and like you said and uh like following through and accomplishing it and actually doing it you know so it's like i mean and, and i'd drawn a couple of comics in the past and when you're when you're actually holding it in your hand you're just like holy shit like this is this is my baby i created something you know like it it, it feels great so you know and and it's like it's like why not let's let's just let's just do this because I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's not, it's not all about, um, you know, Hollywood and, and uh, uh, this is going to make me a million dollars because it's an independent comic book, but you know, there is still the, the bit of love for what it originally was, you know, being, being a a cartoon proposal. Like if, if, if the opportunity ever came about, of course I want to do that, you know? So that's what this first six issue arc is designed to be. It's like, it's either our, you know, the first season of a TV show or like the movie, you know, it, the, the, it is one complete story that, that could fit into something like that. Yeah. You really have to actually do anything if you want it to be anything. I mean, really stupidly mm-hmm. weak, wise words I'm sharing, of course, but it's exactly that. We have all got, we've all got ideas all the time, but it's the actual, you know, tangible creation of them in the real world. Now uh, from the Kickstarter page, you guys, the space oddities is, described as a comedy adventure comic book love child of indiana jones and hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy <laughs> it's that paints That's a real cool. vivid picture really off the bat can you guys expand a little more uh, um give us give the listeners and the uh potential investors guaranteed investors we'll call them <laughs> today uh wh- what exactly space oddities is is designed to be as a story yeah so so the idea was like a a, a sci-fi comedy pulp adventure essentially like where where like they get into you know they 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 go on kind of crazy adventures it doesn't always you know it's not like uh, a hard sci-fi you know where everything has to make sense and everything you know like there's like a you know uh there is a logic to the universe still but it's a skewed logic it's not right. our logic you know right. um and so it is you know it's 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 an adventure story with uh I, I think I'd say a character-driven adventure story. Like the 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 main crew is uh, very much at the at the core of the story and everything. And they, you know, the story's told through them. I think we we chose the description we did because that it stems from from our loves. You know, like I mean, we we both grew up, or well, I guess Ben grew up reading Hitchhiker, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, you know, he's a huge Monty Python fan. So he's, he's just got those wacky sensibilities in spades. Whereas growing up, I was more like, you know, Indiana Jones is probably my favorite uh, movie series of all time. I love pulp adventure stories like that. I love, you know, back to the future or the rocketeer or, you know, and it just, I love high adventure. And um, so I think the amalgamation of those two ideas was always our, our main focus, our main goal is that, you know, like if I was, if I'm writing a story, it's probably just going to be more standard adventure, put Ben in the mix. That's where you start getting these goofy ideas and, and our method of working, which we've just affectionately referred to as like the why not method where it's just Mm. anything can happen because why not? You know, if, if you, if you wanted to turn somebody into a, a can of tomato soup, for an issue like why not like that there, there's a reason why you could do that we we don't do that and i feel like my my descriptors of the why not method always get worse and worse but you know I, you know it's, we we've got it we've got a character that that who's named flay but 
her name actually comes from when we were sitting there writing and I was talking about the flaky egg skin in a pan when you're scrambling eggs. And he's like, we should name a character that. We're like, okay. So it's spelled differently, but I was wondering how to pronounce that properly when I read it. I thought there's got it. There's something about this, but I can't decipher it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's technically, we made it a three part name. So it wasn't just that, but it's flay key egg skin, but you know, yeah. Flaky egg skin. And, and that's an exclusive. <laughs> it's like people really know what they're getting into now. So, and and uh, there's a premise behind it that I really like too, that, that the, the main crew in the story are, it's in a universe where, where there's an incredible value on objects that are authentic, that are sort of historical crap from our time now and sort of our world now is, is an incredibly valuable artifact in this sort of galactic civilization. And they, they're on the hunt for these absolutely random items of, of an assorted variety. So, and, and in terms of the characters, which, uh, which is your favorite character for both of you so far? <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't pick one pick um, a baby I, will you Goofy's <laughs> choice here man uh, yeah it, it, are you it gonna is... murder the other ones <laughs> yes unfortunately oh shit <laughs> um oh boy how about favorite okay. non-primary character oh that's a bit easier uh, my my favorite non-primary <sighs> character is probably woody okay oh jeez. Uh, uh, how did i space out on that which we haven't haven't seen much of him yet in the book, and it'll probably be a little bit. He's going to be a bit of a slow burn, mm. but uh, uh, he was based on this old hippie guy that we met at the Ren Fair years and years ago. <laughs> yeah, we were camping in Lake Tahoe. Yeah, and uh, and and he's he he's got a really cool like backstory shtick uh, that is just going to kind of slowly, you know, simmer below the surface as time goes on, and. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. And that's exactly how it happened. Like we, we, this was in our first iteration and, and we just happened to go camping and meet this cool hippie dude that, that just sort of changed my brain on, on a few things. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm wearing Ganesha t-shirts and wearing Birkenstocks like a tool bag, but you know, <laughs> but, but we're like, this guy was really super cool. Like we, we got to just throw him in because yeah. why not? Um, but it's, it's tough picking a favorite character because there, there are aspects of the characters that, that I hold very dear to my heart. You know, like, like Jorge is like the sweetheart that I, that I wish I could be, or, you know, that I, I feel like I'm like, like, I, I don't know. He, he can be like a nice guy to a fault, which I know I've experienced there to the point of being a sucker. And then Dirk is all bravado and he's, he's all, you know, just in a way, a, you know, there's a charm to him. He, he figures things out, you know, things just work out for him. And that's always something, you know, that I, that I wanted also. So it's, you know, they're, they're very much from, you know, they're, they're a part of my heart with Jet. She went through so many different iterations that I'm really happy with where she's landed. Um, but, but I'm still discovering who she is, yeah. you know, as, as we go, like at one point she was like a, the, the, tough as nails space captain type. And then another time she was like a, a hard light hologram that, that could go on. So, I mean, she's been all over the place. Yeah. yeah I think if I was to describe her with a single word at, uh, with where we've landed with her, it's probably drive. I think she's the most driven of them. Like she's, she's got a goal and she doesn't care what gets in her way or what tries to stop her. She's going to make it happen. Right. I know that's such a terrible question to ask somebody to pick between their their creative children like that. I just say that's, that's how we get away with not answering. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Experts in the field, I see. Yeah, I, now, I mean, but but in in reality, probably Jorge. I don't think he can stand okay. on his own, but he's probably my favorite. Okay, oh, yeah. Jorge's. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad. It's some of the podcast stuff. I mean, it challenges in the process, right? I mean, obviously now you're doing both projects. You're you're doing your show and you're you're working on the comic as well. Uh, specifically to sort of a comic work, especially for someone like me, uh, you know, I I've comic enthusiasts in my family, but I I never really was one growing up. So, in terms of making one, what are, what are some of the big hurdles you guys have to get over just to just to get through each issue? Time management. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I think that is the most difficult part. And you know, with with the first one, we sort of had as much time as we were going to take. You know, like there was there were we weren't beholden to anything. It was when we 
you know, when I, when I finished up the art for the most part, and we got the first Kickstarter going where it's like, okay, like we have to make this happen now. Um, we've got deadlines and commitments. And um, after that came the challenge of filling everything. So instead yeah. of jumping right into the second issue, you know, we were worrying about finish th finishing things up, getting things printed, um, doing commission sketches as uh, for our rewards and um, getting the comic book colored by our, uh, our amazing colorist, Dan Alvera. And, you know, it just, it took us a while to jump back in. Um, so I think this time around, I'm really hoping that, that, you know, we, once this wraps up, we just knock out the rewards. <laughs> um, sorry, we're procrastinators. It's terrible. <laughs> and then, um, and then we, I can just get to work on number three, you know, so, so it's not another year before we're, we're going, uh, for another issue. Yeah, that said, we, we delivered on time and we will, yes. yeah. we procrastinate, but deliver. Yeah. 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 That's uh, always the mark of a procrastinator, right? Is that that's you you work best when you're under yeah, the gun. Exactly. You may put things off, but you still don't want to let people down. You know, you you still have to do it. I, I think the thing I had the the hardest time with was was uh, see, where's the, how do I put this? Finding my value, like 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 because I would help you know I'd help get in and and you know we'd co-write it and and you know help with ideas and stuff. And then once John started drawing, it was like all right. I don't have anything to do, <laughs> but, uh, but I like, I've, I've kind of taken over like running a lot of the Kickstarter stuff and, you know, doing fulfillment stuff and kind of doing the, I guess, more administrative, less creatively fulfilling tasks, but like the re other really important shit that if you didn't do the book's not going to go out uh, because I can't do the art thing. Now, I know, I know for podcasters, everybody always like say the hardest part of it is the marketing or the part that most people hate Ew, the most. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, the the marketing, the the social media, and all that stuff. How uh, do you notice any differences in that category between doing the podcast and and doing the the comic book now? You know what? It's shockingly similar. Well, the the, the yeah. I think the the most pleasant surprise for both podcasting and for the indie comic thing was how fucking great and supportive both communities were. Because mm. I I like I I hate marketing. I hate you know, telling everybody like, Hey, look at this cool thing I did. Like I, like I work with people that have no idea I have a podcast or a comic book because it's yeah. like, this doesn't seem appropriate to mention ever, <laughs> but the, like, like going on Twitter or, um, or any number of other places, just the, the supportiveness of the other folks that are doing the same thing you're doing. And they, they're not necessarily going to listen to your show or they're not necessarily going to read your book, but they they're always there for advice or for feedback or just to say hey keep doing it it's cool and that's that's super important to have a good supportive community and i found that in both podcasting and indie comics they've both been absolutely fantastic yeah absolutely it's one of the compliments i and one of the reasons you know even doing this episode with you guys and and uh trying to make more of a point now that I'm back to, to run more promos for people and all that and support them is exactly that. There's this recognition amongst creative people, at least at this level. And I, I I'm very yeah. glad that I've discovered that, that in this sort of regular people who have regular jobs and regular lives who decide to pick up a creative thing and start to make something with it, there's this recognition between them of the same thing in all of them that everybody knows the kind of shit you've got to deal with, the time you've got to put in, the sacrifices you make, the, the pain in the ass of it, the marketing sucks, that there's, they all seem to be on the same page. Like you said, that, that they, they're very supportive. They're very understanding. Whether they're actual, you know, patrons or, or listeners themselves, they, they always seem to have this sort of, you know, deep, this like a deep connection of like, I know what you've been through, man. So yeah. whatever you're doing, I support it. But not only that, like, you know what they've been through and like, you can empathize, you know, like you've been in the trenches together, but, uh, <laughs> but also the idea that, uh, like, you know, how, how good it feels when it all comes together and you get it done and you want that for other people too. be like, you talk to someone like, I, you know, I've always wanted to make a comic book. And it's like, but do, do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah it. Like if you need any help doing it, if you need any advice, you need to, you know, if you need, you know, if you want to ask questions about how Kickstarter works, we're, give me a call. I'm here perfectly willing to help you out with that because I know how awesome it is to uh right to get that done and have have that book in your hand and uh and and I want everyone to feel that 
And in terms of the Kickstarter, how are you guys finding that process? Because again, this is not something that I've ever personally done, but I think most people know of, of what Kickstarter is and how it works and, and its objective. How are you guys finding the process? Had you used it before? And, and what's it been like to sort of use the, the platform now? Um, I mean, we we hadn't used it before the first campaign, at least not from the uh, from the the from this side. Like I, I uh, donated to uh, Kickstarter came or not donated, but pledged. I guess I backed uh, yeah. Kickstarters before, um, but no, there was. I mean, there was a lot. There's a lot of stuff that you don't know and that you take for granted going into it. You know, like you hear from a lot of people, like have your email list ready, you know, have, have, just have everything ready to go well ahead of time and get in contact with as many people as you possibly can, because it's going to be tough. And it sure was the first time. And we learned a lot of lessons and then we did not implement them all this time around too. We, I mean, like I said, we're procrastinators. What we what I found out there's like the you know, maybe five stages to a Kickstarter. I'm not sure if that's the right number yet. We'll see. But uh, like first the first stage, like you're like, all right, we're gonna do it. It's coming up in six months, and you can kind of like procrastinate. You should at that point start like laying the groundwork, uh, which we did not do very well. And then the second stage is the uh, the awful cram, where you're like, oh shit, I've got three months worth of shit to do now in one month. And, uh, and so you, it's just a, it's a, you know, getting everything ready, getting all figuring out what art assets you need, who you need to read out, reach out to what kind of pre-promotion you need to do just all the stuff to get the campaign ready. And then the campaign launches and you, and you got like a little breathing room for a minute, you know, and, and, and then you kind of transition into the you know uh anxiety part where you're like checking the numbers every day and being like we only got one backer today and it was only for five dollars oh no everything's gonna fall apart <laughs> and then and then it ends hopefully successfully and uh and there's like a celebratory phase and then uh, the reality that you have to finish the thing and deliver the stuff sets in and uh you you kind of push that out and then once it's all done and everything's delivered it's just you know it, it's time to procrastinate again right it's yeah yeah exactly it's joy and then you know you've got the next one to do but uh but you know the fulfillment thing like once you actually get the printed books in your hands like that's like the peak of the process i think like that that part is like, like i remember when on the first one when we got the first proof i have it sitting right here actually but the uh the first proof from the printer and like i went straight over to john's house and was like <laughs> look what i got <laughs> it was awesome yeah we took pictures with it like a couple of nerds yeah like a couple of you know, proud parents yeah that's that's what we create for right it's just to just to hold it and go i mean not for podcasters usually because we have no tangible items that we can just you know, we just, we just upload files and go, okay, it looks yeah. nice there. I guess. Yeah. You, you go straight from birth to sending them off to college. <laughs> Never get to hold it in your arms. You yeah. know? <laughs> now I have a classic uh, sort of geek question for you guys. And it's a simple one for each of you, which is of all the fandoms and, and all the universes and um, different, you know, superheroes, comics, all, any of it. Which is the one that that is is deepest in your heart? Which which is your true nerd fandom that uh, that resides in your soul? Well, I, I mean, I it's it's simple for me. Uh, yeah, I, can, I can answer for John. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's comic books and more specifically Superman. Okay, like that that is that's what I was born and raised loving, and it's it's never gone away. I'm I gravitate more towards. Um, heroic characters rather than you know like the the anti-heroes or the badasses you know like i even though batman's you know second to superman you know so i, I don't know whatever but like I, I was never like a wolverine kid you know like everyone else like snick snicked or like punisher i mean i punisher's all right but i i like the characters who do what's right because it's the right thing to do so you know my favorite ninja turtles leonardo my favorite x-man is cyclops and you know i love captain america and spider-man because you know it's it's the virtue of of being a hero i, th I think as rough as i get is probably indiana jones but <laughs> you know he's 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 not 
he, he, I think he still holds those ideals, but you know, on the Harrison Ford of it all, like I'll take Luke Skywalker over Han Solo any day. And I don't know, like, I think on the level of like comics, mine would probably be sci-fi. I've always loved science fiction and, uh, and my top franchise for a long time, it was when I, when I was younger, it was definitely star Wars, but I, I, as I've gotten older and by that, I mean like into my twenties probably. So it's been a while, but, uh, I love some Star Trek, man. Like we haven't done a Star Trek episode yet. And uh, that's, that's solely for the benefit of John. Because <laughs> he's, he's not a Star Trek fan. Have you and, drawn a picture yet? Uh, do you have a Star Trek artwork? Cute? I, I do have it. And to oh. be honest, of, of all the, of all the ones that I haven't, I mean, the, the predator ones got, got my head ripped off. So that's pretty cool. But I really love the Star Trek image that I, that I that I drew all those years ago. Like I'm I'm I would love to to color that one up. Oh, that that episode might be happening soon now. Well, it it should. And the 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 issue with it, I think the reason the main reason we haven't done it is because uh, boy, that's a big one. It's big. <laughs> yeah. Like, like well, Star Wars, we had to split into three different episodes. I would say four, with Star actually. Trek. Star Trek, which, where do you focus? Do you start with the, you know, the original or which which series? I think think there's more Star Trek content currently than there is Star Wars content, which Disney is trying to fix that real. (laughs) To say not for long. Yeah, they're just pumping it out. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so like that one, it's just a big one. It's like, I feel like I need to go back and like rewatch the entirety of deep space nine. It's like, I don't have, I know I don't have time to do that. Yeah, you don't have a couple hundred hours, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was just thinking of it like, like dynamically as we're talking about, I'm like, I don't know if we, if we'd have to go that deep into like deep space nine or Voyager or enterprise, like th- those don't seem like the core ones. Oh, deep space nine is good though. Yeah. It's a slow burn. It, it like, it starts out kind of slow because they're just out they're of not space. even trekking. <laughs> Yeah, but they get involved in like a, an entire intergalactic war by the end of it, man. It, like it gets intense. Like, it's good. Ben Cisco's uh, fucking top notch. So we could we could do a whole other episode. We'll just we'll just <laughs> let you do some Star Trek just to break it all down for. <laughs> well, and then and then eventually, I've always thought about doing a Star Trek versus Star Wars episode because. I will, I will argue for Star Trek and I don't think it'll be, you know, we could definitely find some, I, I think John would lean more towards Star Wars generally. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, so uh, you might find, I, I've heard Star Wars fans can be impassioned about their subject matter. So, you, you know, I'm sure you could maybe find one person who might <laughs> defend the franchise for you. Well, look, you guys, uh, I mean, honestly, John, Ben, you guys, you're so much fun to talk to, uh, you, you know, your show, Geek Exploration, the podcast, it's it's a wonderful podcast, conversational, getting into all sorts of awesome you know topics, franchises, universes, fandoms of all kind, and also I, I mean you guys, you guys I love the way you guys just sort of carry on with it, tell personal stories, just just jump right into the topic. It's a it's an easy listen and it's a really really fun listen. And the Space Oddities comic, it's an awesome project. You guys are in the second round of your Kickstarter again. It goes until December eighth at the moment. Yep. As if I mm-hmm. got that right, excellent. And, uh, and also that's a really cool project. It's a, it's a great creative endeavor that you guys are on. And, and I, I genuinely wish you nothing but success with both of things. And, uh, and you've got my full support either way. So I, again, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Is there anything you'd like to ask or anything you want to say before we, before we all everyone go listen to assorted goods. I mean, you're doing it right now, but keep (laughs) doing it. It's it's great. Snip that out, put it at the front. So yeah, yeah, I'm stoked that you're back. I'm glad to have you back because you were uh, sorted goods was gone for a while and it was a bit of a bummer. It was, it was a bit of a hiatus, but uh, I I appreciate that. It's it's good to be, it's going to be present again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a good time, man. Like, like uh, come up with a, with a topic you want to geek on or geek out about and uh, come on to our show. I will. I will. I would love to. This is this is natural, and I don't have to awkwardly read my notes. It's great. I'll just show up. <laughs> my kind of things. Yeah. Notes. <laughs> now, do you guys want to? You guys want to plug your 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 websites, your socials, your do the do the routine? 
Yeah, yeah. We're on uh, Facebook, Geek Exploration Podcast page, Instagram, Geek Exploration Podcast, and Twitter at Geek Explore Pod. Um, we've got a voicemail line if you want to call and uh, and either talk shit or ask for advice or anything at all. Um, it is 916-ORC-TURD. That is 916-O-R-C-T-U-R-D. Well, thank you guys again for, for coming on a sort of goods and for talking podcasting and, and creativity and all this stuff. This is this is the most fun I have in all this stuff is just talking with people and, and sharing ideas and hearing their stories. So again, I really appreciate it. And, uh, and, uh, you know, stay in touch and, and keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah, you too, man. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you. For having us on. All right. So that's it for the interview. I really want to thank John Williams and Ben Robinson from the Geek Exploration podcast for coming on and sitting down and letting me ramble and rambling themselves for a little bit. And I hope that you, the listener, got something out of it as well and learned a little bit about the podcast world and got some insight into the creative process that some of us go through day to day. And maybe you'll capitalize on your own inspiration and turn it into a reality as well. Make sure that you subscribe and begin listening to the Geek Exploration podcast yourself, if you aren't already. And more importantly, please make a serious consideration of backing their Kickstarter for the second edition of the Space Oddities comic book series. It's an awesome independent project with some good people behind it, as you just heard. And really, seriously, it's really good. So check it out, get the first issue, read it, and help support the series going forward. The link to the Kickstarter page will be in the show notes and the episode description. Don't delay. Go look at it today. Hey, check out the rhyme. Now you can follow Assorted Goods on the social media as well. On Twitter and Instagram, I am at DisinformedDan. That's me. You can also visit the website, disinformed.ca, for show notes and additional goodies related to the podcast. The music for this episode has been produced and created by my talented brother, David Felton. Thank you as always, brother. And if you want to support Assorted Goods, all I ask is that you tell a friend about it, come back for the next episode, and leave it an honest rating and review. Until next time, take care of yourselves out there. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time on Assorted Goods.